Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. With every monthly bill, like rent and car payments, you know exactly what you're getting when you pay for it. But health insurance plans feel like the total opposite. They're confusing and expensive. Then when you actually have to use your benefits, there are deductibles, claims, processes, and other red tape to deal with. But CrowdHealth puts you back in control of your health care. CrowdHealth is simple, transparent, and affordable. As a member, you'll get a personal care advocate who is with you every step of the way to help navigate the complexities of health events. They'll even negotiate bills on your behalf and could save you thousands of dollars in the process. Plus, you'll get access to thousands of other members who are ready to help pay for large health expenses. Experience healthcare freedom with CrowdHealth. Visit joincrowdhealth.com and use code HEALTH to get your first three months for just $99 per month. That's joincrowdhealth.com code HEALTH. CrowdHealth is not health insurance. It's a totally different way of paying for healthcare. Terms and conditions may apply. These cocaine and I just jumped out the course with dirty little bastard. I own the house and the land. I'm really getting money for playing. Young poppin' shit ballin', they callin' them pop bitch. Ain't touch the ball over him. No. All right, so we got Cole Cash jumping off the porch with us today. Yes, sir. Falling fast. Yes, sir, man. How you feeling today, bro? Feeling good, man. I just dropped that new shit. Man. Going crazy, man. Yeah, got the streets yeah. on fire with that one, too, man. Yeah, they fucking with this shit. Absolutely, man. All right, so go ahead and introduce who else you got sitting behind you today, too, man. My nigga Key. Tell who you is. For sure, man. All right, so what's life like in Memphis, man? What's been going on out there? In Memphis? Man, this shit, this shit hectic in Memphis. I've really been out of Memphis for a minute, though. I've been, I've been out of town type shit. I ain't even been in the city, but it, Memphis, this shit hectic, though. Yeah. Why do you feel like it's such a tough place to, to live at, especially to grow up at, too, man? Because it's so small. This shit's so small. Memphis so small. This shit, like... It's so small, everybody close by each other and it ain't really shit there. Mm. Like it just now shit starting to be there. Yeah, absolutely. It's really what it is. Yeah. And what part of the city are you from? I just stayed everywhere in Memphis, but like I was born in the Haven. Okay. But really my area, like the Haven in South Memphis though. Okay, I got you. So how would you describe your childhood coming up then? Like what were you into as a kid? Man, I was into the music, I was into the fashion, I was into the streets too. Like I was into all this shit as a, as a kid too at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, like really been on the same shit. Really, I mean, I didn't cool down, but like nigga on the same shit really. Same shit from when I was a kid that I'm on now. Okay. When would you say you jumped off the porch? How old were you? Probably about 12. Yeah, about 12, 13 or something. Did you have much guidance out there at the time? I had guidance, but it's like I always did, you know, you gonna do what you wanna do. Like I'm a young I was a, I was a young nigga, I still did what I wanted to do. But like I I wasn't no dumbass though. I wasn't just doing anything, getting into anything, fucking up, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So what what was one of the biggest life lessons you had to learn while being out in the streets, man? You can't trust everybody. Shit. It's the biggest thing. No, that's real. Can't yeah. And yeah. what was one of the biggest obstacles you had to overcome to be able to make it to sit here on this porch today? Man, getting support from Memphis, that shit kind of hard, like getting support from Memphis, because, like, I don't know. 
especially when I first started, that shit was hard. Mm -hmm. Like just getting that support, that shit was hard. It took me some time, but really, getting Memphis attention. Like once you got Memphis, though, you out of there. But like yeah. getting that shit, it's kind of hard getting it though. Nah, I believe that. Yeah. It seems like it's kind of changed, like you said, the last couple of years. Yeah, now it's getting easier and easier. But when I first, when I was doing it, like when I first came out of Memphis with this shit, like it was hard to do it. Yeah, I feel that. So what that motivated you to start making music at first? The lifestyle. Seeing the videos and just seeing what rappers and shit were doing as a kid, they would really make me want to rap for real. Yeah. yeah. So who'd you grow up listening to? Like, who were some of your favorites? Mine. Project like three six, got it. Uh, like all the old Memphis shit, like play or fly, all that type of shit. Uh, man, really whatever they play, Gucci man. Uh, I mean I got some other artists, but it one though growing up though it's like, but as a kid it was like them type of niggas though. Okay. Yeah. So at what point did you start to take it serious? You know, start investing into your craft and all that. Figure out. And when I started investing in it? Yeah. I started investing in this shit when I was like 13, 14 type shit. Really? Yeah. Like, I, I went and bought a mic. I had went, my, me and my nigga, and we uh, hustled up. We went and bought a mic, studio program, all the shit we needed. So, did you know back then this is what you wanted to do? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you go to college, or were you just done after high school? I went to college for like two years. Oh, yeah? Yeah. What college were you going to? Uh, Middle Tennessee. Okay. Yeah. So what were you studying there? I really ain't studied shit cause like, I really was just going. Just I just wanted to go just to be around that type of shit. Like I was just going. I ain't never even had no major. I was just going. Oh and really? And then I had just, I was just taking all the basic classes I need and then I might take some little extra shit. But like I really wasn't even going for nothing really. Yeah. I just went and then that shit I said fuck that shit. <laughs> cause I really wasn't never trying to graduate. My plans were never to graduate college. I ain't gonna lie. My, that was never part of my plan. Really? I just was doing this shit just, for the t just to do it. Okay. Just to experience this shit. Yeah, I was gonna say, at least he was able to say that you mm -hmm. did it, you know? Cause yeah, school definitely isn't for everyone, you know? No. Yeah. All right, so how'd you link up with Tay Keith, man? How far back does that relationship go? Man, I linked up with Tay Keith when I was in like 11th grade. Okay. Tay Keith was in the 10th. And I was in 11, but I ain't meet him at first. We met first, like I was putting out music on social media and he was, he was dropping beats. Hmm. And she, he heard me, I heard him. We just, we just linked up. And then it's like, ever since then, we just been locked in. Oh yeah? Yeah. Was it like instant chemistry between y'all yeah. two when you first started cooking up? Yeah, yeah, cause his beats was exactly what I wanted. Hmm. And his shit, and he fucked with my shit. Like I was like, I'm talking about like, if you ask Tay Keith, like we was, we was like the, one of the first of our generation, like, just doing the music shit in our city, like, for real. Yeah. What's it been like watching him have all that? Because, you know, he had a lot of success right away, too. I love seeing that shit. That shit, that shit motivate me. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So what do you feel like brings out the best of you and your music right now? What bring out the best? Shit. Just being motivated to elevate. I know I ain't. I know I ain't where I want to be at. Just so it's like this shit. I mean, even when I get there, I'm still gonna be. You know, so I never probably be where I want to be. Cause I'm always want more. Even when I reach where I want to be right now, I'ma want more after this. So I ain't. You know what I'm saying? So I'ma just keep on. I'm. This always gonna be my fuel to my shit. Yeah. Like not, me want more. Yeah, that hunger for more. That'll keep you going, man. That'll yeah. keep you focused too. For sure. Cause a lot of people, they may look at you now and think you made it, and shit. A lot of people start slacking off. Yeah, I ain't. Nah, we ain't doing that. Nah, that's what's up, man. 
So what was like the first big song or the first kind of the song that you had in your city that gave you some type of buzz? I think the first song I got a buzz off of in the city was uh, 64 Balls. Hmm. This year I was like 18. I was about 18, yep. Okay. 64 Balls. So what was it like watching that one going up? Uh, were you in college at the time or were you still in high school? I was finna go to college. It was before I went. Okay. Yep. It ain't even go, it ain't go like viral and no shit like that before the city. I think I had like a couple hundred thousand views. Like it was hard to get a couple hundred thousand views and mm-hmm. this shit was like 2013. Yeah. It was hard to get that shit back then. Like, so my shit, that shit was doing, that was my first bug. Yep. I'm sure that kind of just motivated you to keep going at it though. Like, all right, <laughs> if I get 200,000, I could probably get 2 million. Yeah, and in Memphis, I didn't call like a couple buzzes. Like it ain't even just that one, but I didn't call like a couple buzzes in Memphis. That was just the first one. Yeah. So how'd you deal <laughs> with Interscope coming back? Uh, when I had dropped Cash Day in 20, uh, what that was, 2018, this one, it was like, it was a lot of labels calling me. It wasn't even just Interscope. It was a lot of labels calling me. But, uh, shit, they were just one of the ones who called me. Shit, and we made it work. We made it happen. Yeah. Who were some of the other labels you want to talk about who else was reaching out to? Uh, Atlantic. Atlantic River, uh, Columbia, Capital. Uh, it was some independent labels too. Yeah. Yeah. So how'd you link up with Gotti? That's what I was going to say. Gotti, Gotti he, 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 uh, he called me too. Hmm. And he actually, Gotti helped me with the Interscope shit. Oh, like, really? He, yeah, Gotti. Gotti, yeah, Gotti played a big, he, he played a big part in my shit. Hmm. Did you have any type of relationship with him prior to that or? We had been talking, but like, he just was fucking with me. Like, he, he fucked with me. Like, he vouched for me. Yeah. Yeah, like, he, he just fucked with me. I probably knew him like a few months before, the, before I signed. Okay. So, what would you say is like Gotti's legacy in Memphis, man? He the biggest dude, the biggest. In- Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. In Memphis, he the biggest from Memphis. Yeah. I feel like, shit, he the biggest, he the first big rapper we had for real. Like, he the biggest, he the biggest, he the biggest from Memphis. Mm-hmm. I feel like he the biggest. When you, you talking about guy, you just got to say, bro, the biggest from Memphis. Yeah. So what does that mean for you, for your career to have someone like that on your team, man? And also someone that you grew up listening to also. That shit major. I love working with bro, that shit hard. Yeah. And he gon' he gon' he gon' tell a nigga he gon' you know what I'm saying you can go to him for advice all that type shit. For sure. Yeah. And you know anyone that's ever listened to your music, man, um, listen to one song they hear you be switching up these flows on every song, man. Yeah, How long know. you been doing that? I've been doing this shit since probably uh, man, around the time I did sixty four bars. Cause okay. that was the first time I switched the beat. You know, like on Cash Day, I switched the beat four times. Mm-hmm. Cash Day two, I switched the beat four times. On sixty four bars, I switched the beat two times. That was the first time I did it. Yeah. Nah, that shit hard. Because that definitely helps you separate from, like, other rappers out there, man. Yeah, and I don't know, like, when I just be... At State Farm, we're committed to uplifting black futures. In collaboration with organizations like 100 Black Men and National Urban League, State Farm provides high school students with the opportunity to learn and apply best practice strategies for saving and investing, all while offering academic support, life skills, and exposure to college access programs to prepare these students for life after high school. 
Check out 100blackmen.org and nul.org to donate and learn more. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Switching the flows is like, when I'm doing a set of bars, I just be wanting to switch it up after I do four. I'm gonna switch it up again. Switch it up again, I don't know, this shit just be coming. Yeah. So do you write your music or you just be freestyling punching, punching in? in? Yeah. Yep. All right, so how long you been in Atlanta, man? And how does Atlanta compare to living in Memphis? I've been in Atlanta for like two years. Okay. I've been in Atlanta two years. And uh, man, this shit ain't, it's like, it's like Memphis. They got eerie, it's pause. It's a lot of pause in Atlanta that's like Memphis, but like, as a whole, this shit ain't like Memphis because this shit way bigger. This shit way more spread it out. It's just, and it's way more shit here. Like Memphis, we ain't got half the shit they got. Yeah. At what point did you know it was time to leave Memphis then? I live Memphis as soon as I got, soon as I graduate. Okay. Yeah, I live Memphis as soon as I graduate. I had, it was a couple times I wanted to go back, but shit, I ain't even do it. Yeah. Like, I'd go back, I'd go back and visit, of course, but I ain't, it's like, it was a couple times I wanted to move back, but I ain't never do it. Okay. What would you say has been one of the biggest sacrifices you had to make for your career so far? My money. And then, like, time, too, like, time with, time with, uh, just spending time with people and being away, like, cause I really moved away so I can really do this music shit. I moved away so I can do this music shit and that shit be keeping me away from, it, it like kinda made a lot of distance between me and like my, some of my folks, some of my, some of my friends and shit. Yeah. Shit like that. I feel that, man. And what was one of the biggest risks you took that paid off? Changing my name. Yep, changing my name. That shit was a risk for sure. Yeah. Cause in Memphis, I was known by something else at first. And then when I changed it, I was like, man, I don't know how this shit gonna, I don't know how they gonna take this shit, but shit, I'm finna do it. Yeah. And this shit worked though. This shit was a good sacrifice. What were you going for? What were you going by before and why did you decide to switch it? My name was Rico De Niro at first. Okay. And I changed it. I changed it cause it was like, I outgrew that name and it was just too long. I just had to change it. Yeah. What was the meaning behind Co-Cash then? Same thing, really. Rico De Niro, you know what I'm saying? That's the same thing. De Niro is money, cash, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And Co, this, this just short for Rico. Okay, yeah. I got you. Yeah. All right. What would you say is Memphis's uh, impact and influence on the culture and on the rap game? Memphis been influencing this shit for so long, like from like three six, and I'm like everybody be using something from them. Like it's like I feel like Memphis been having a, a strong impact on the industry for a long ass time. Yeah. Even before Memphis just really blew up, it's like it's, it's always been popping on the underground scene, kind of. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. For so many years, there was been so many underground artists that yeah. if they would have came out today, they'd be some of the biggest artists in the game because their styles so, were so unique. Yeah, no one exactly. else was really rapping like that back exactly. then. Exactly. So how does it feel to you know to be watching the Memphis music scene like? have this crazy uh you know surge it's where like man y'all you guys neck and neck with atlanta with like the best music coming out the south man i love to see this shit this shit hard to me i fuck with it yeah i'm happy everybody doing this shit yeah this shit and then it's like i say for, for like you said for us to be we getting up there with bigger cities like we a small city mm -hmm. like this shit small bro like if you go to memphis this shit small compared to these other cities and for us to be up there with these other cities this shit hard yeah it's gotten to the point where it's like the rappers in Memphis don't even have to move out of Memphis if they don't want to. They can yeah. blow up right then and there. Yeah. 
All right, so let's talk about this new project, man. Him, not them. Him, not them. Yeah, so first explain that title. Why'd you choose that title for this project? I had a, I had a different title at first. God had really told me to change it. He told me, he told me he feel like I should have changed the title. Then I was like, man, I just started hitting him with a couple titles. And shit, I came with that jump. Yeah. And shit, and, it's, and it really mean, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, him, not them, it's just like, man, I'm him, not them other guys. Like, I ain't nothing like them type shit. It's just really straight to the point, it's simple. Mm-hmm. It's just some simple little kitchen shit. Yeah. Was Gotti very hands-on with this project, or he kind of just did your thing and just turned it in? I do my thing and turn it in, but he still, you know what I'm saying, he still, gonna, he still make his suggestions and shit like that. Yeah. He still, yeah, he still play a part. Okay. And this is your first project in what, two years? Yeah, two years. So what, why'd you decide to take so long on this project, or was just, that just the way it kind of played out? It's just really the way it played out. It really ain't even that I wanted to take this long, you know what I'm saying? It was just, it just how it played out. Yeah. So how's the feedback been? Because I know fans been waiting on this shit. I, like I told you, crazy. I've been fucking with this project heavy since you dropped it, man. Nigga going crazy. Like, when I dropped the Cad Day 2, I was kind of, I was like, man, I don't know if it's going to be, if they going to fuck with that one, how they fuck with the first joint. Like, <laughs> I don't know. But, man, them folks feel this shit. Them folks feel the whole project. I'm, I ain't been getting shit but positive feedback. Yeah. That's it. How high did it hit on Apple, man? I saw it was in the top 40. I think that was last week, though. Yeah, I think it had, I think it had peaked at like 39. Okay. Yeah, but it's hard, though, because I ain't drop shit. Yeah. I ain't drop shit, and I ain't, and I ain't no famous rapper, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So the shit, that shit was big for me. I ain't, I, I ain't came from that. Yeah. Did you expect that, or did I kind of catch you by surprise? This shit caught me by surprise. It's, hell yeah, this shit caught me by surprise. That's what I'm saying. I, I'm like, I ain't even think I was going to be on the, just on the chart. Cause I ain't dropped in so long. I ain't dropped in so long, and I ain't even been. I hadn't even been promoting the shit that long. <laughs> yeah, like, you just dropped that one video uh, a, a couple months ago. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I ain't. Even, I hadn't even been promoting the project. Yeah. So this shit, this shit was good for me. Yeah. Yeah. So Cash Day too, man. So you just dropped the uh, the live performance with Wicked. Ah uh, yeah, my brother. Yeah. Do you plan to drop an official video for it? Yeah, I been had the video. That video, we, yeah, we finna drop it. Okay. Yeah, it's finna drop. That's gonna be big right there. Yeah. So I think that's my favorite one on there, man. Yeah, the video, the video lit. Okay. We had some shit going. Yeah. And you just dropped a body video too, man. Bodies, yeah, body. that shit going hard. Yeah. yeah. What was your inspiration on that song? Man, kind of the beat, like the beat on some dog shit. And then shit, I just started thinking of shit. Came with these little flow thighs on thighs, just bodies on bodies. Because it's like, bodies, it's like, I ain't want to be talking about bodies on no murder shit. I was just gonna, mm-hmm. I was like, I'm finna play off this shit, you know what I'm saying, in a different way. So I'm talking about the, the female type shit. And then it, it kind of played with the dog, the dog beat. And it, the video, all this shit just kind of go together. Yeah. Yeah. What other videos do you plan to drop off of there? I got about five videos in the can. Oh, really? Already yeah. shot? Yeah, off the project. I ain't even gonna give you all long, but. Uh, <laughs> What else I got? I got the Cash Day video. I'm, I'm finna drop the Cash Day video. And we got a video for Easy Just Me. I got some more, but I ain't gonna tell, I ain't gonna give them all along. <laughs> I feel that. Who were some of the producers you work with on there? Tay Keith, Hit Kid, Real Red, De Niro Love. A lot of Memphis niggas. Mm-hmm. But there's some other folks on there too, though. Yeah. 
Do you prefer to be in the studio with the producers, or is it cool they just email them over to you? Man, either way, really, I'd rather be in the studio with them, because, you know what I'm saying, they ain't going to be sending me shit that I don't want. Yeah. But, like, either way, either way I can do it. Either way, make it happen. Because I, I be recording myself, too, a lot of, most of the time, 90% of my music I record myself. So, they can send me beats, because I'm going to be at the house, I'm going to record this shit myself anyway. Mm -hmm. I feel that. Did you have a personal favorite song on the project? Uh, my favorite one, the hymn. Okay. Yeah. That's it, man. Gotti did his thing on that one and too. And that's the last song I did. I, I was did, it really? Yeah, that was a new addition. Me and I there was a there was a whole me and him had a whole nother song. <laughs> and we, man, shit, that was a last minute song. <laughs> that shit hard. <laughs> nah, that shit turned out really that dope. Shit hard. Yeah. So you plan to do a deluxe for it or you kinda just yeah. gonna let this one do its thing? Nah, I'm gonna do it deluxe. I'm okay. A, I'm gonna I'm gonna let them breathe a little bit, but, but I'm gonna uh yeah, yeah, I'm gonna do it deluxe. Cause I'm sure he's sitting on so many songs. Yeah, that. I got music for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's like the shit be old to me though. Mm -hmm. So I be wanting to do some whole new shit. I be just, I like to keep fresh, fresh music. Yeah. Yeah. How often you hitting the studio uh, right now? Like I say, I really record myself. I don't even go to the studio that much. I, okay. I record myself. Yeah. yeah. So you record every day or a couple times a week or? Man, it just depends on how I'm feeling. It's sometimes I might, I might not record for a minute. Then I might just have a little spurt where I'm just recording back to back. Yeah. It just be, I don't know. I ain't recorded probably in like, like two weeks. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, you got the project out anyway. Yeah, it's time to promote I'm, this shit yeah, anyway. I'm trying to focus on this, pushing this shit, making this shit go. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah. I feel that, man. Uh, what has being a father taught you about life? Man, everything. This shit. You got to take your life serious. You got to take your family life serious. Man, this shit for real. And you got to make sure you're taking care of your kids and leading by example. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's really. Yep. Absolutely, man. So what's next for you, Cash? What else you got coming up, man? Man, more music. We finna come back to back. I ain't doing no more, ain't no two years. Ain't no two years. We <laughs> they finna, waited too long for this yeah, first one, man. we ain't one, doing man. it. We finna be on these for Nick. Back to back to back to back. Yeah. Yeah, we, gonna, we finna push this shit, man. Yeah. That's what's up, man. All right, you got any last words for your fans? Any shout outs you'd like to give? Man, shout out to the committee, man. Everybody, y'all know who y'all live, man. Foles and five. Throw that shit up when you see this shit. Shout out to Dirty Glue Bastard, man. Shout out to my family. Shout out to my daughter. Shout out to my guy. Shout out to everybody, man. I don't know. Memphis. I own the house in the land. I'm really getting money. Quit playing. Young nigga popping, she balling. They calling them popper, bitch. I ain't touch the ball over him. Bank rolling pocket. That drink made me move a When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludacris. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois.